Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. My guest today is originally from Gambia, West Africa, but in 2013, he decided to move to the UK for a change of environment, some fresh opportunities, and no doubt some fresh ideas. Aliou's profession and background is in sales and marketing, but since he moved to the UK, he works in a large variety of jobs, often multiple jobs at the same time, just keeping that hustle going and keeping them bills paid. But after a few years, Ali realised that there's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be more to life than just hustling and paying bills and pivoting his life in a new direction, getting trained as a personal trainer, a nutritionist and a, a barista. Now, we're going to be talking today about the value of moving to a new country, getting some new direction, getting some new opportunities, and, of course, the importance of having a healthy mind so you can have a healthy body. Aliou, how are you today? I'm doing better than good and sometimes doing better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it. Love to hear it. And you're joining us live from London where it's just after nine on Sunday morning. That's right. You know, I wake up this morning just to prepare for this amazing opportunity you've given me. You know, I'm really glad to be here and then it's good to see you today. Thank you. It's my absolute pleasure to have you on. And may I just say, you're looking very sharp, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Ali, let's, let's, get into your, let's get into your story. You know, you moved. You've been in the UK now, what, six years, seven years. Um, but what made you move from, from Gambia, from, you know, West Africa there to the UK? What was it that inspired you to do that? Okay. Uh, just reintroducing myself, you know, to the audience, you know, to the viewers right now. My name is Aliuba Azjedse, you know, AKA superstar. I'm Mr. Make It Happen. I'm making possible things to be possible, but on the ordinary level, because I'm only human being, you know what I mean? So what happened is, you know, going back to where I started from, you know, I was in Gambia and I was working as a sales advisor in a printing company. And then also I, uh, worked there for like two years and then went to study diploma, my diploma in a college in Gambia uh, to do my diploma in marketing. And then I moved to an insurance company. The reason why I moved to an insurance company because as a salesman, if you were able to sell intangible products, products that you cannot see, you cannot feel and you cannot touch, you've become very successful in that. It really helps you a lot. So that's the reason why I have to go to that insurance company to work for them. And I worked for them for four years and I was very successful. And it's one of the top insurance company in the Gambia. And I made it. Then from there, I have a better offer again to work in a car company, a car dealership. That company deals with Nissan. You know, sometimes we have uh, some product from Sanyong, uh, Korea. And then also we have... Uh, Range Rover, you know, dealership also from the UK. So the reason why also I moved to that company to work with them because they deal with big consumer products and whereby you have to talk to the customers like, okay, this is costing 1.5 million in Gambia and Dallas. You know what I mean? So that boosts your confidence as a sales and marketing person. So the reason why I moved from the insurance company after four years, I went to the car dealership and then also there I was very successful then from there I realized you know 
I've exhausted all most of the opportunities right there. And then I even get into acting, you know, I did commercial adverts because I always like to hustle. I don't want to have one streams of income. I was just doing sales and marketing as my main time job, but I, I have a part time job doing commercial marketing, you know, like whereby I do advert for banks, you know, and then they put it on national TV. And then I did it for commercial for real estate company and also an airline, you know, it's like not me putting all my eggs in one basket. So I'm always getting it. I'm always hustling and I get into movie as well in Gambia. But what happened is I have just exhausted all my opportunities over there. And I wanted to surround myself with different type of people and then get to meet different people travel, you know, around the world. I said, look, I need to change. I first tried to go to the United States and I apply a school there and then in Washington, D.C. I was accepted everything. And then what happened is the embassy rejected me. So I was like, okay, maybe it's not meant for me to be there. Then what happened and I applied a school in London, you know, in the UK and I got the school, went to the embassy to apply for the visa and I got it. I'm like, okay, boom, maybe this is the opportunity for me. So, you know, when I came to the UK, you know, it was a different environment. And then I'm as a profession, sales and marketing. When I came here, I'm, I wouldn't have that much opportunity because I know I'm an immigrant, you know, I came in the country. So I have to like start from the bottom. And I don't mind that, you know what I mean? And it really taught me to be more humble and then to be who I am and then start learning something different. And I started working with Amazon, you know, seeing myself working in a warehouse as a sales advisor when I was in Gambia, I used to wear suits and tie, you know, have a car with a driver whereby I would just tell the driver, look, this is the place I'm going to. And he would take me anywhere I want to go to with AC on and everything. So I came here and then I find myself working in a warehouse wearing safety boots. They're very heavy. I know you know Rootley in Birmingham. Yeah, I know When I used to be in it was absolutely amazing experience. It was a total different thing that I, you know, go through. But I mean, it's, it was really challenging at, the, at first. So I remember the first week I started and then the agency came to me. Oh, Mate, sorry, man, you, your, your rates are very low. You're parking very slow and stuff like that. And then I'm like, no, 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 like, come on, man. Uh, this is not me. I'm like, I just started one week. So you had need to give me the opportunity for me to catch up. This is the, uh, a job that I've never done before. It was like parking. And then you have to like look at the computer, scan the item. And at the same time, check the computer, know exactly what type of box you needed. And it was like multitasking. You have to do different things at the same time. It was really like, you need to be so fast, otherwise they're gonna sack you in two weeks. And I needed this job so bad. I'm like, yo, this is all the opportunity I have right now. I have to do everything, but it was hard, you know, and I went through it, you know, worked so hard, you know, and then I make sure that every week I have 100 plus, you know, percentage on my performance and they were so happy with me they promoted me to the to another department from there to the shipping department which the job was ease at that time and I worked as an outdoor master you know I was the only black guy working on the outdoor master you know I mean having my radio packing the trucks at the right base you know it was a new whole experience I have never done before but once I see myself in a particular situation I just do it like I'm a man I don't have to be you know, I just have to be humble, not trying to be like proud of myself saying, oh, I'm not going to do this job. 
I want, I need, I pay, I need to pay bills. I need family to take care back home. I know I'm not married. I'm single. You know what I mean? No kids, but still I'm taking my time because it's not easy out there, you know, just to jump in and then get married or having kids. It comes with a responsibility. I'm trying to get to know myself, trying to understand myself. So based on that, I can meet the partner who I think is the best for me. You know what I mean? Because if I can see myself as a person and understand myself, then I can see myself in other people. If you open your mouth and talk to me, I will either know, are you going to be a fertilizer to me or are you going to be a rock to me straight away? So moving to the UK, I mean, it was an amazing experience and I love it. And I work with different companies after all from Amazon. You know, I came to Manchester, you know, I work with sales and marketing, which was my main profession. I was so happy. I work in a wholesale company whereby I attend customers in the floor, talk to them, you know what I mean? Like it's a fashion store. You know, it was so, uh, you know, exciting when I had that first job as my profession here. And then years passed by, I worked there for a couple of three years and I was so happy. I like it. I learned new things about fashion. I think that's how the fashion idea came as well. I like dressing up nice, but now it becomes into my head and I understand more how to put things together. Sometimes customers will come, they wouldn't like to buy anything, but I would make them buy something that they didn't even plan to buy because I have to mix and match, use my creative ideas and then try to tell them, look, I think this bodysuit and then this skirt will match and then if you sell this they're retailers all over the world they're from ireland you know sweden all over they come down you know to manchester in the wholesale area so i mean i made tremendous you know impact on that side again and then also from there i went to work in a warehouse again you know it was not easy at all but i have to do the job to make sure that i pay my bills you know what i mean it's really hard being an immigrant in a in a foreign country whereby you know you're not given much opportunity like the other people. But I understand that obviously each person born and raised here, they should be given the first opportunity in each country. This is their duty and responsibility to make sure that they look after their citizen before the other people comes in. But at the end of the day, some of us will be complaining, oh, they don't give us this job. That I'm like, mate, you don't have to complain. Just do what you have, use the opportunity that you have as much as possible and be grateful. Yeah, yeah. You, you make some really good points there and, you know, you, you come across really well. You're a real, real humble guy, real calm guy. And I couldn't, you know, when you were telling, telling that story there of how it came together for you and just a lot of the things you said, I could instantly align with them. You, know, you do have to really start again almost when you move from one country to another. It's, it's pretty, pretty you got to start the bottom right and you got to forget you know whatever you had going on and all the kind of privileges you had going on the culture's completely different you got to get used to that and yeah i mean i, I was exactly the same and when I, when I moved to australia i started off doing yeah warehouse jobs and just like i just even cleaning up on building sites like it took me you know i moved over here as a plumber that was my profession but i couldn't just jump straight into like a, a good well-paid plumbing job straight away you know you got to climb the ladder you got to start again and, and i think you make a really good point there that you know um the country, countries have a responsibility to look after their their own citizens and residents first and 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 it's a good point you know that they should get probably the best of the opportunities that are there but 
the the opportunities are still there for people that are hustlers like you, are hard workers, and that and that persevere and are determined, and are you know happy to put their their ego aside and go look. I'm here to get this job done. That's what I'm going to continue to do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, some interruption here. You know, the kids. It's, okay. it's all good. Hey, buddy. <laughs> That's my nephew. It's my friend's uh, baby. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Say hi. Hey. Okay. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Sorry. A special guest. <laughs> I know. Just came to yeah. say hi. You just wake yeah. up, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got to really, what I like to say is you have to form a mental toolbox to be able to, to do that. And, you know, you have to have a lot of, um, put a lot of your ego aside and just just dig in there, get the work done, you know, adapt. And I know you, I know you said that sometimes you're doing two jobs at the, at the same time, right? Uh, say that again. I said sometimes you were doing two jobs at the same time. What job? You were doing two jobs at the same time. Exactly, yeah. There, there was a time that, you know, I have to, you know, close work at the agency uh, where I used to work, you know, at the university where they teach me how to do coffees and everything. And I realized later, you know, working at the warehouses, it was just, it's okay, it's paying the bills, good money. But I realized that, look, I need to learn skills, you know what I mean? And then Jim Rohn say that, don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. And I listen mm. to that guy a lot. He's amazing. Les Brown is my legend. Yeah, like the godfather. But Jim Rohn is an intellectual. I listen to this guy so much. Miley Monroe is my favorite pastor. You know, T.D. Jakes, uh, Zig Zilla. These guys are absolutely amazing. May their soul rest in perfect peace but they have left that blueprint on this earth before they die. So what happened is sometimes, you know, I'll be having two jobs, you know, when I work as a barista with the agency and then they will, when I'm done at the unit, they will send me to Manchester Central whereby there's a program going on there because during Christmas last year, you know, every time Manchester Central was really busy. So I go down there and work as a, you know, a, what is it called? As a kitchen porter, you know what I mean? Hmm doing that stuff but first of all we work with the chef as well you know assisting them serving the food to the people out there you know during that event so when that finished we go down to the kitchen and then start washing the stuff and then with a lot of people working there so when i'm done with that and i'm also i've learned how to cook as well because cooking is like a passion to me i love it i do it at home blah 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 because when i started my field fitness and then studying nutrition I realize, you know, how to cook certain things, and then I love it. And when I get in the kitchen, cook something to eat, I love it. Then I also have a friend who told me that, look, I have a takeaway in Austin where you can come. So sometimes I close from the university, eight hours, you know, working as a barista in one of their cafes. And then from there, I would go to Manchester Central to work there the whole night. Imagine eight hours days it, and then eight another night eight hours night shift from seven o'clock in the evening to seven in the morning or six sometime. Wow. And from there, I go to this uh, Austin where I do my full uh, part-time chef as well. So that guy got some menus doing some English, you know, salt and pepper chicken and chips. He made his own recipes and then 
also Chinese, you know what I mean? He's a Gambian guy too, amazing guy, you know what I mean? And we have chicken noodles over there and then salt and, uh, what is it called, beef noodles. So he taught me how to do all these things in one week and I mastered them. I started cooking flipping pans, like, wow, peanut. Like, this is not a new skill. So now on a Saturdays, he leave me there. So I do like three jobs sometimes at the same day, 24 hours with no rest. So but the next day I'll have a often sleep the whole day. Which is like yeah. I have to do it, and then learning these skills really changed my life a lot because obviously I'm available everywhere you needed me, and then we being in this power voice, you know, uh, cause as well really helped me out because I know I have that voice, I have a story to tell because I started from a humble beginning and then wherever I am today, I'm so grateful. It's because of the self-discipline I have, the consistency in my life that is why I am where I am today. Mm. Yes. Man, man, I tell you what, you are you are a true hustler, man. So what that? Eight yes. hours here, nine hours there, a respected bro. Oh, I have for you. Good for you. So I know, and then I know, I know at one point you really kind of decided, hey, look, there's got to be more to life here than just working hard, paying bills, and just that cycle, doing that, working hard, paying bills, sleeping, working hard, paying bills, sleeping. Uh, was it a specific point where you thought, hey, there's got to be something different here and I need to make a change? Of course, that's really right, you know what I mean? You know, because I listened to Mary Mori and he said, you know, with these philosophers in this course, he said, we don't, we're not born just to come and work hard, pay bills and die. No, we are much more than that. I said, no, there's much more than today's. Then I started with my personal development, whereby I see myself as the number one priority, and I have to look after myself. And then when I look good and I'm healthy and fit, anything is possible. So I started working on myself personally, doing fitness, watching what I eat. I didn't even pay for the gym. I said, that's going to be maybe a waste of money. I started making my research, going on YouTube, and then to see how best I can lose weight. I was weighing 85 kg. You know what I mean? I didn't look look like this before a while ago, like four years ago. You know, I was kind of chubby, you know, with a big fat belly. But I have to try to work on myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> so what I did was started making that research, and I started running five days a week three miles every single day, and I rest on the weekend. Then in six months, I strip myself down. I just look amazing, and I love myself. So when I look at myself before, when I took the picture and done now, I said, no, 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 I don't want to go back here. I want to stay here. That's mm -hmm. where I started myself develop. Then I started going healthy. Then I went and did the course to do personal training, to get more knowledge about it, and then also start, you know, doing the dieting and everything. So people, you know, when I work hard at the gym, I have my little videos, something going on, and then people started messaging me, oh, how do you do this? How can you help me? How? I'm like, wow, I'm becoming an expert now, you know what I mean? And I just started this, and then, you know, I saw them how I started, you know, from the beginning, and I believe in the process. One step at a time, I was not competing with nobody. I was just competing with myself, me, that's it. I'm not looking at nobody. I'm looking at myself, you know what I mean? 
And then that really make me feel like being another type of person. And I also started making more recite to like how to get to know myself more. And I started waking up five o'clock in the morning because I realized that the average people, we all have 24 hours in a day. But what you do with that 24 hours is very, very important. So if I wake up five in the morning, I have two hours extra, you know what I mean, to work mm -hmm. on myself, you know what I mean, whereby the, all the average people are sleeping. And I don't want to be average because you know why? As Brown says that the bottom is crowded, so you need to be in the top. And then you eat better over there, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I started waking up early morning, pray. I'm a Muslim, you know, and I pray. So when I'm ready with that, I do my workout. I do about uh, to how much? I mean, I do 30 uh, leg workout, you know, squats, then calves yeah. workout, about 30 reps. So when I'm ready with that, I go do 50 reps. But I didn't start with that. I started small, you know what I mean? I do 50 reps. So when I'm ready with that, I do my prank one minute, and then from there, lower abs workout, about 30 reps, upper abs workout, 30 reps. So which means that morning i'm starting with energy full of energy you know what i mean to waking myself up i mean so when i'm done with that i'll sit down take my phone go on youtube straight away and i don't try to check all the distractions on the social media whatsapp i ignore them then take a my phone go on youtube and then learn something new listen to les brown you know i started listening to Les Brown about 2019 and it really revolutionized my life Thank God to him. He changed me a lot because I can resonate with him, his story, how he started, and then how he make it. And I think it's possible. Anything is possible in life when you put that work in it. Then I started reading books. This is the recent books I just finished, Think and Grow Rich. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> you see, <laughs> <of Jackson. laughs> this book is everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I, when I started reading, I started reading one book. It's about love. It was written by a Gambian lady. You know, I wanted to support her businesses in America. Linger, you know, it's called The Stages of Love. I started to read that when I finished it. It was very important to know about the stages of love, you know, because love is all over. Like, we need love in our life. We need partners. So I need to understand what is really about love. And then I think it was her story she wrote on that book. You know, I read it and I was amazing. And I move on from there. I started reading another book by Les Brown, Leave Your Dreams. You know, I finished that book. I also read another book called The Subtle Arts of Not Giving a Fuck. And that really, that's a gangster book right there. That's gangster. Because yeah, I realize that. Yeah, that we don't realize sometimes, you know, we give too much fuck about a lot of things in life. And then that thing come to fuck us back at the same time. But mm. once you yourself be in the moment, realize it's about you. And then happiness is about, you know, choosing the choice of being happy and then seeing the things around you and being content about it and be happy. You don't have to be rich to be happy. You know what I mean? So... I learned a lot of lesson about that. And then also, you know, a lot of real, true life stories. And then that's how I started my development. Whenever I'm done with that, you know, reading a book and then I 
take a journal, Jim Rohn said, don't trust your memory, don't trust your brain, write it down, whatever. I have my phone everywhere, journal one, journal two, I have a lot of things written down, codes and everything, you know what I mean? So these things really helped me a lot in self-development and earning my confidence and then knowing the real person I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally, yeah. totally get your point. Totally get your point. Pulling back to to the health and fitness, you know, you you, you didn't just study as personal trainer. You did the nutritionist as well, and, and those two things together are the perfect pairing that you need, you know, for a healthy a healthy body. And and then it's 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 interesting, right? Because you start working on yourself, you start feeling better, and then that in, that motivates you and inspires you, and you think, well, I want to keep doing this, I want to keep feeling better. Then you start seeing the physical transformation, and, and just the pairing of the two things. And look, you were already training, ready for COVID, right? Because the gyms are closed now; they've been closed for a minute. Um, but you're 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 training you're training at home already, so you're already prepared when it came to your life. This isn't a problem for me. I'm just going to keep training at home, just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how you you don't have to start big. You just have to start from small steps. When I realized I need to change myself. I don't need to show up at the gym. Maybe I don't have a proper, you know, apps and stuff like that. Maybe the body, the confidence is not there. But now I look so confident. So when I work out for six months, only running, you know, five days a week, and then also three miles a day. After, that is after work. Even when I'm so tired, I be at work, so tired, exhausted, started from nine o'clock up to six o'clock. I still have to go home and then started running on the road, on the canal. You know, I used to live around City Stadium, you know, Etihad. I used to run around the stadium everywhere. It doesn't matter whether it's raining, snowing, bad weather. Even my youngest used to tell me that, oh, bro, it's raining, it's so cold. And I'm like, yo, these are all obstacles of life. It doesn't have to stop me because I have my goals. I have my dreams I have to achieve. So these are things that will stop you from achieving what you want. This will never stop mm -hmm. me. And I go out there. I just have to prepare myself, you know, wear something heavy in me and then all that. And once you started running, you love it. And then you have that feeling, you know what I mean? Knowing that you're getting somewhere, you know what I mean? And then also when I come back home, take shower, relax, it's another amazing feeling. It takes me to another level. And when I started seeing the different the change, and the self-discipline begin to increase. And I love the lifestyle. Then I started my self-development, reading books, which really revolutionized my life, listening to motivational speakers every single day. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. also I wake up now every single day listening to, you know, something that I can learn from, something. Because I, I plan not to go back to school. This is what I signed. So every day I need to learn something because the brain is like a knife. You put it down there, you don't use it, it's going to get rusted. You need to use it every single day. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. my conversation with people nowadays is totally different. Mm -hmm. So if you're not like relating with me, with my goals and dreams or what I really want in life, you know, once you open your mouth, I really know who you are. So I already know who I am. You know what I mean? But if you don't know who you are, you don't come to me with that. Because obviously, many people, you will ask them, who are you? This question is a tough question. Who are you? They don't even know. They will like start to relate to, oh, I'm a nurse, or I'm a lawyer, I'm a this. No, no, no. I didn't ask you about your profession. I said, who are you? Yeah. Many people cannot answer this question. 
Who are you? I am. Two words. I am the unique. I am the important. I am the approachable. Only two words you need to answer with this question. Don't tell me what's your profession or what you do or your story. No, no. I'm telling you, who are you? So this is the problem. Many people don't know themselves. But when you get to understand yourself, you get to know yourself doing personal development, it really you know, changes your life and the way you see things around you and the way you, you know, your perspective towards the world and your perception as well, your concept, your mindset and everything around you. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. You know, self-awareness self, self and, and personal development, ongoing on that journey of personal development, it increases and heightens your self-awareness. And as, as you get more aware of yourself, who you are and finding out who you are. And I've actually found that this year has been a great opportunity to do that when there's not been so many distractions. It's been a good time to become quiet, take the time to journal, you know, meditate, listen to positivity, really like ask myself that question, who am I, where am I going, and who's coming with me? Very you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. That's very, very important. And I, I think it's, you know, you can go quite far, you know, to, to the later years of your life, some people do, and never ask that question, never try and figure out who you are, and, and what you want and where you're going. And then you got to be careful with that dangerous place to be because you get to a point one day of, of it being too late to change that, you know, and, you, and your life's gone by. You know, you never had a chance to really carry out the things that you want to do. Like I'll never forget someone asked me once, what's your fear? And my reply was getting to the end of my life and not fulfilling all the things that I wanted to do. You know, that would be the fear for me. So you've got to get started today, you know, and the, you mentioned it there, the power of journaling. You know, it's it's just the power of journaling in the moment, in the present moment, but then to look back on that journaling retrospectively. Sometimes I just like to flick through my journal, just stop on a day from maybe a year ago, two years ago, and as soon as I read it, I see how far I've come from then to now. And, of course, as soon as you read it, boom, it puts you right back there to that day just by reading what you what you wrote down on that day. So, yeah, it's powerful stuff, journaling, and... Um, I mean, to, more towards your point, what you said, you're wherever you're going, you're making them notes, you know, when something comes to you, you're just taking it, writing it down. Absolutely. Now, now let's talk. Yes, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that, that really reminds me, you know what I mean? Like taking notes of every single thing that you're doing, you know, is very, very important because you don't sometimes trust your memory or your brain. But once you come back to that, then you realize how important it was. So, you know, but sometimes, like, it's hard, you know what I mean? Sometimes life will really knock you down. But mm -hmm. as Les Brown said, if life knocks you down, makes you land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up, my brother. <laughs> All the yes. time, you know I mean? So I relate to that. Sometimes, you know, I'll feel down. Sometimes, you know, I'll feel up. It's sad. It's like all ups and downs. It's not easy. You know, mm -hmm. I am not where I am right now. But I'm so happy where I am right now in the present moment. I'm in the moment. I'm enjoying the moment. And I'm working towards where I want to be in the future. So once you know this, it is very, very important as a human being. You don't 
you know, care about what other people have or what they're doing. They're living their best life, going holidays all over the world and then having all the best cars, living that luxury life. You just be yourself and be grateful. You know, when I wake up every day in the morning, I pray, do my workout. I do a gratitude. I have a list of one, one to 20 of things that I'm grateful of every single day. Mm-hmm. And I do this, which really humble me and my soul to be still grateful that I'm alive, I'm healthy. And then if you are healthy, anything is possible in life. You can achieve anything you dream of. And then you keep doing these things that, and then you have something to hold on to, something that you, you know, you, that will make you, you know, a lot, that will make you uh, come into life, realizing that, you know, I'm not a dead person, you know what I mean? I'm still alive because you have goals and dreams that you look up to that you have to work on every single day. So you have so many things going on. That's why you realize some people, they have no life. Why? Because they have no goals and dreams. They have no ambitions. That's why their life is not exact. For me, I'm always happy. I'm that happy human being. Despite all my circumstances, my situation, I'm happy because I have goals and dreams. I have hope. I've never give up on myself. I have the self-discipline, believing that one day everything will be okay. And then one day people are going to talk about me. And one day I'll be in a place where I used to dream of. Because wherever I am today was the decision I took yesterday. And wherever I want to be tomorrow is a decision I take today. So that decision has to be a qualitative versus quantitative decision. It's all about you. It's down to you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that, now that comes down to responsibility, right? Taking the responsibility, the ownership for your life, that your goals are your own and if you want, if you really want them, if you really want to achieve them, if you really want to go forth and step into them, then no one else is going to do that for you. It's your responsibility and you have to own that and, and take action on it every day. Of course. Of course. Uh, let's talk about some of your some of your goals and aspirations. I know you're a power voice student just like me and how much fun are those lessons each week and just the immense amount of value you get from spending that time with Les on the calls weekly uh, and just watching how he immediately just can help anyone with no matter what their story is, what their background is, what they come from and just listen to their story and reiterate it and help them build on it in a way that's deliverable to an audience. It's just so powerful. But, you know, inside that to that end, I'd love to hear about some of your goals and aspirations for the future. I know you got some big ones. That's right. That's absolutely right. You know, I believe in change. And then Jim Rohn say that if you change, everything will change around you. But if you don't change, you keep on complaining. And Les Brown says that if you work hard, your life will be easy. But if you don't work hard, then your life will be so hard. So I don't want to be that type of people complaining. I want change. And I believe that you know there are a lot of people out there who need that right mindset, who need that change in their life. You know what I mean? even back home in Gambia, especially in Africa in general. I want to make a tremendous impact in there. You know what I mean? Let, let me be a role model to my, <clears throat> to my generation and the younger generation as well. You know what I mean? Because I came here with nothing and then, you know, I started from somewhere and then I'm getting to somewhere. It's all because of the self-discipline and the right mindset I have and I changed. I used to complain a lot. 
I should complain about the weather, my family, you know, the government, the everything. But when I realize <clears throat> if I change, everything will change around me. So I, I don't complain anymore. I just live my life. And I realize if I see that I can't resonate with you and then you're not like a fertilizer to me, it's like a long stick. I'm just going to put you on the side. I don't have to argue with you or fight with you. I mean, you have your own, you know, things to handle. I have my own things to handle. I have so much things to do. I have so much dreams to achieve, you know what I mean? So I have, I have to get back to work. I don't have to waste my time, you know, trying to uh, be angry with someone or be mad at someone. And I try to always see the positive in everything before the negative when you have a conversation with me. So in that case, you know, I started you know, doing the self-development and the law of attraction came. Les Brown, you know, he was like on his Instagram page and then started saying, you know, you can type voice, power voice on the direct message and he will get back to you and then you have a surprise. I'm like, wow, this is going to be amazing. You know what I mean? Let me just jump on it. I went mm -hmm. on it and then start. they started messaging me, telling me, oh, they said, cause that we're doing right now, you know, mentorship with Les Brown. I'm like, wow, okay, this is my legend. This is the guy I always listen to early morning. I listened mm -hmm. to him when he was like, really like his teenage age, 38 and something, then all the way when he's getting to 60, 70. Then I was like, wow, this guy's been doing his thing for ages. And then, you know, they asked for like a thousand pounds, a thousand dollars to do it. I'm like, yo, I'm going to pay for this, man. I'm going for it. And then it really impacted my life, meeting people like you, connected with some, you know, mastermind groups on the Facebook, the Power Voice group and everything. Every Wednesday, you're learning different stuff. And then, you know, that makes you be aware and be in the present and then trying to prepare yourself for more goals and more dreams because I want to impact people's life. Tell them my story to change their life because, you know, with the right mindset, you can do a lot of things. And then even in Africa, in governments and stuff like that, there's a lot of problems happening there. And then people keep complaining about the government, the government. But I said to them, you know, don't complain because most of you as an individual, I brought up, we were all brought up here, but you do what is easy. That's why your life is hard. But if you do what is hard, like me, then your life will be easy. You know what I mean? Stop complaining because you live in your father's house since you were born and then you're still there like you're 20-something. You are now approaching your 30s and you're still there. Now you're talking about a new government that came up. Oh, this guy is not doing this, this guy. What have you done for yourself? What have you done to make an impact? What have you done to help yourself? What have you done for your family? What have you done, you know, for your kids to come, a family? What have you done for yourself? Ask yourself this question. You have not done nothing. So don't complain about the new government that came. You know, they have not done X, they have not done this. So those are the things that I really think people need to change their mindset, how they think, their perception, their beliefs. You know what I mean? So when I learned these things from Les Brown, you know, you know, it, it really gonna help me a lot to go back home and then organize seminars with government organization and then i have a topic which is called change is the new growth yes because when we change we grow 
if you don't change, you will never grow. You know what I mean? So in that case, I'll organize, you know, these are my goals that, you know, I have, I'll organize seminars for government departments, you know, talk to them about change because change is the new growth. You know, if we believe in change, when we change and everything will change around rather than us complaining about things, what have happened has happened to you and it has happened to everybody. So, but what you do about it, that's the most important thing. And then also going back to schools, I remember when I was in high school, you know, when we finished, we were, we formed a group called their uh, Sense Family, the high school I finished with St. Augustine in Gambia. You know, we formed, so I was one of the PRO, you know, and we go to go back to the school sometimes, talk to these kids. So I stand on the podium the other time, you know, that was like a while ago, you know, when I was working at Cyber Mari. And then I stand on this podium talking to this, uh, the whole school. It was like in a big assembly hall. So when I stand on this podium talking to them, you know, telling them how I started in this school and where I am. And I told them, look, I'm one of the best marketing, you know, sales young guy in the country right now. I put my hand up with confidence. These people were so happy. Like how I started, you know, I tell them my story and how, where I am. And I told them something. I said to them, life is full of challenges and overcoming those challenges make life meaningful to us. Mm-hmm. And I just came down the stage. Oh, the crowd was wilding out. These kids were so happy, you know. And after we sat down on the high table, they were asking me questions, particularly, you know, they were asking other people, they were asking me more questions because as Les Brown said, you look, telling your story, people will, you know, relate to that more than you just reading something from the script. I mean, right now what I'm telling you is all in me. It's in my, you know, conscious mind. I'm conscious and telling you something that I go through, something that I can relate with, something that I have been through. So it's easy for me to keep talking, going on and on and on without no stop. But if you have something in the script, you'll start reading, making mistakes. I'd like to get on the stage there and then talk the whole time without even looking. I can write down my points, say, yeah. to, okay, I'm going to talk about this, talk about this, talk about that. So mm-hmm. but if I talk about one point, it's all from my head. I like that. I don't like holding a book start reading and then, you know, you know, start yeah. feeling, you know, losing that confidence and stuff like that. <clears throat> so in that case, you know, you know, talking to those kids, it really make an impact in their life. So going back there with my goals and the dreams that I have to talk back to those kids from young age, because, you know, Miley Mori says that, you know, the church said, give me your kid from the age of one to seven. I will make them the person I want them to be. You know the why the church said that? Because from the age of one to seven, as a young toddler, as a kid, yeah, this is a very important time whereby you can train them to be what you want them to be, to mold them how you want them to be. Because at that time, they're so young and their subconscious mind is recording everything going around. If they're in a peaceful environment, you know, mom and dad is happy, you can see it in their face, they'll be so happy. But if mom and dad is always fighting, they record this into their subconscious mind. So at the end of the day, that's what they will be in society. They will be so aggressive, so, you know, like uh, like getting into criminal stuff. But 
when you're from a humble home, mom and dad is happy, whatever you do around these kids, they recorded this. And then however you see people behaving and acting, it was a program which was downloaded into their subconscious mind. So based on that, they behaving the way they behaving. So if you see people in society behaving such a way, know that this was in them since from the age of one to seven. So we have to be very careful when, you, when we are brought in up these kids, you know, making sure that we surround them with the right material and saying the right things around these kids. That's why the difference between the poor and the rich. And you can be born in a rich family, yeah? And then you become grown up and then become rich automatic. Because why? Because these programs were downloaded into your subconscious mind. They're already there. You don't have to do any effort. That's why sometimes you can be very stupid as a kid. But you're born in a rich family, but you've just become rich as well when you grow up. But also when you're born in a poor family, you were, some of these programs were downloaded into your subconscious mind that you're poor, you're poor, you're born in a poor family. So this program keep repeating. So you acting based on this program, which was downloaded into your subconscious mind. So you become grow up and then you don't change that program into your mind. And then you just hold on to that. Oh, you just believe that. Oh, I'm from a poor family. Oh, I'll never make it. And then also, that's how you're going to be. But if you realize that I need to change. Like, I'm not from a poor family. I'm from a middle class family. My dad used to be a teacher. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And he worked so hard. This guy worked so hard. May his soul rest in poverty. He died about, say, 15 years ago. My mom is the one who's alive. He's in, he's in Gambia right now. But at the end of the day, I believe that you can be born poor. But if you die poor, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. You dropped so many gems and, and nuggets there. It was uh, You really took me there with your, your story about to when you talked on the stage in Gambia to the kids and, and you rallied them. I really enjoyed I was I was literally there with you with you in the room watching it happen. You're a great storyteller and a great man with a great have, voice. I have a great message again for them. I will go back there and then just revolutionize, learn the things I learn. I love to share. I love sharing things. You know what I mean, yeah. and then sharing is caring. When you care about people, you share your knowledge with them. And what better people to share them with than, than the youth, right? The young people who are 40% of our population but are 100% of our future, you know, and, and they were the ones that are going to gonna change change the world for us. So, yeah, they, they yeah, I share that with you that, you know, when we're speaking, I always like to speak when I can to a, a young audience of youth and uh, I think, you know, now more than other people need to hear these kind of messages, these kind of positive yeah. messages and, and get that understanding of the, you know, it's your responsibility. It's up to you. There's a difference, a clear difference between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Uh, the subconscious mind is very impressionable. And, and what you surround yourself, the people you surround yourself and the things you put into it is ultimately what then manifests and, and comes back out, you know, in, in, in the physical world. So, That's right. yeah, it's uh, powerful stuff. And uh, the, the more you learn and understand it, it's, it's – I remember when I started getting into personal development and someone said to me uh, – Hey, you know, like it's, it's a road that never ends, right? When once you start, once you open that door, you, you're never closing it, right? And I was like, oh, that's a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs>
No, but it, it really humbles you down. It really humbles you. And then you realize that, oh, I've not learned this in school. School did no. not taught me this. Not and I started also reading, you know, about finance. School don't teach you how to make money, how to be rich. No. Robert K. Tioserke is my favorite finance guy. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. I read his, read that, for that. And then I read, uh, read that. Cash flow quadrant. These books are very good. It helps you how to be financially intelligent. You know, so I'm preparing myself on this stuff because my goal is not to look rich. I want to be rich, but not mm-hmm. to look rich. You know what I mean? So you need to know the difference between, you know, assets and liabilities. But many people don't know this. They will be having so much liabilities and then call it an asset. And then I'll give you a definition of this, you know, for the audience to learn. An asset is anything that is putting money into your pocket. But a liability is anything that is putting money out of your pocket. Yeah. Well, many people will be having a house on a mortgage and a nice car. Oh, that's my asset. No, no, no. That's your liability because you're paying for that mortgage still now. That's an asset, that's a liability for you. And the car, you're paying for the insurance and everything, it's taking money out of your pocket. But the easy way you can turn that property into an asset is easily, when you take a, a property on a loan, what you can do is just you can rent it out to a tenant who will be paying you rent every month. So which means that loan you took from the bank, yeah, now you've someone is paying that loan for you. It's no more you taking our money from your pocket paying for that house. No. So now you've just turned that property into an asset. As a car too, you can buy the car and then change it to an Uber, maybe get an Uber driver and then, you know, they'll be using that car for an Uber. So whereby this car, you've turned it to an asset. So it's bringing money into your pocket. So this is the difference between the rich and the poor. But only the rich know this. Many poor people don't know this because you see all these American rappers and then top millionaires still, they're not financially intelligent because they don't want to read. But if you read, you get to understand this thing and then you you can relate. And sometimes I can tell you also the difference between the poor and the rich. The rich will tell you, oh, they see a car, a nice, beautiful car. They will ask themselves, how can I afford that? This is from the rich that poor that. How can I afford that? Which means it's taking your brain to work. But if you said, I cannot afford that, that's a poor mindset. So which means it's taking your brain to sleep. So this is another difference between the poor and the rich. So once you started learning this, you understand this thing, it's easy. You're already rich, it's in you. And then I talk, uh, listened to Jim Rowe recently, he said, no one is poor. He said he's uh, meant to say to him, Mr. Oral Shaw said to him, look, Jim Rowe, you're not poor. You just lack ideas and ideas you can turn into money that can make you rich. That's what you lack. You lack ideas. But once you have these ideas, you're good to go. And every day when I wake up sometimes, you know, I have ideas of a business. I write it down. I have different things. Write it down. Write it down. Keep dreaming every single day and then you keep dreaming 
never give up on yourself believe and have the hope that you're gonna make it one day yes i love it brother i love it i love it. i think you've got such a great great message there and i really really enjoyed having you on the show today if people want to connect with you and find out more about you where's the best place to do that yeah i think yeah my instagram is one of the best plays right now superstar p and my email address as well you know bar 105 bar 2086 at yahoo.co.uk you can find me on that you can email me if you want to club with me and i also do stuff on the side you know i'm a hustler i'm hunger for hustle you know what i mean i like it because sometimes i have bloggers sending me stuff to wear and then post it on my page create contents recently i have someone sending me a beer products from all the way from you know denmark you know, so I'm using that beer product. So later I'm going to create a content, put it up, you know, to get them clients and stuff like that. And then it's all for free. Sometimes I wear some clothes just to put it on Instagram, you know, to, you know, like help them out. And then also, you know, it's all for free. But it's just you putting the value on yourself. It's just how you put yourself together and people can approach you with all these opportunities. So if you can, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach it, reach it out to me on my Instagram. And I'm working on to be a feature motivational speaker, which I'm practicing every single day to prepare myself. I don't need to be perfect. I realize that reading helps me to tell me that we're only human beings. We don't need to be perfect. Mm. And then there is no perfection that exists. It's only God who is perfect. So I realized that as Les Brown said, he said, practice makes improvement. So practice doesn't make perfect. I always used to hear when I was younger, oh, practice make perfect, practice make perfect. No. He said practice makes improvement. Mm. And then you don't have to be great to get started. You have to get started to be great. By less yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've included those, the links to both your YouTube and your email in the comments. So if anyone wants to catch up with Aliyu, later watching this live now or, or later please do i've really enjoyed having you on the show Aliyu, and uh, even more than that i'm going to enjoy watching your success and your growth because i mean just in the short short hour i spent with you today the vibe i've got from you just oozes success and greatness mate so i'm excited to follow your journey and uh, who knows we might even share this stage together one day i, I really and i'm so happy and i'm so glad look at the love attraction we met on the power voice you know cause mentorship with les brown and then now you connected me i mean i'm in london right now and then you yeah. connected me earlier from australia and then yeah. one day I'll come and visit you there. We can share stage or Zoom sure. call. And then now we're connecting with people. And then people like you are needed in this society right now. We are needed. Our voice needs to be heard. Because for me, how I keep going and then all the discipline, that self-discipline I have in me, people keep wondering, how do I do it? The motivation is really deep. Like, it's not just easy to put things together like that. Some people, things are just falling down for them. But with this coronavirus going on, I believe it came to build us up. It doesn't come to break us down because I was prepared for the stuff like this. When I started my self-development, as I said to you, I always tend to see 
the positive in everything I see or I come across than the negative. Yeah. So when you talk about the coronavirus, I tend to see the more of the positive side of it than the negative. I don't listen to the news. I have no, no TV no. even. No, no. I try to, you know, relate to something positive because mm-hmm. let's Brown say that first thing you need to do when you wake up in the morning because your mind cycle runs from 1.5. It's so fast that any information you come across that early morning either is negative or positive. That will stay mm-hmm. in you for the rest of the day. So yeah. who wants to go on a social media or on a Facebook page or Instagram and then seeing that announcing a death of someone that you know? I don't want to mm-hmm. relate to that. You know what I mean? At the end of the mm-hmm. day, I want to see something positive. So that will stay in me and I keep thinking about it and then that will distract my whole day. But what I do is I go on there and listen to something motivated, something that I can learn from. That I can, that will keep me going. You know, some of the words I learned from, you know, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. They said, uh, uh, what is it called again? Winners never quit and quitters never. Uh, winners never uh, quit and quitters and never, never win. win. These quotes and everything in your head, which is really helping you. Sometimes I listen to Les Brown and I'm crying on my way to the gym early morning, about five, five to six o'clock. I'm crying. Sometimes I'm laughing so hard in the bus. People think that all oh, these guys is mad. <laughs> 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 they don't even know what I'm listening to. And you see yeah. some people in the bus, they're just listening to some music ordered early morning, you sit and drinking a Red Bull or something. Wow. I just think, wow, how can you be doing this? Like, I'm already energized. I wake up with enthusiastic, that enthusiastic that run deep inside of me, not that lousy enthusiastic, talking about things. It's that deep one that run inside me that I believe that there is something much more to life. There is something out there for Everyone, we all have the same opportunity out there, mm. but it's how we see the opportunity around us. That's the most important thing. And it was yeah. a great pleasure talking to you today. And then thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. I'm so grateful. It's been a pleasure of mine as well. And I've, I've really learned a lot from you. And I look forward to connecting with you in the Power Voice group. And you got me on WhatsApp, man. We'll, we'll hit you up next time in the UK. <laughs> We'll link up, Jay. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ali. Take care. Bye. 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 Cheers. Bye.